You know, I usually do quite a bit of reflecting at this time of the season. And uh, before I get too far into this, I just want to excuse my voice. I have lost my voice and uh, it's on its way back, but I'm still struggling just a little bit. Um, but what I was saying is I, I tend to reflect quite a bit uh, at this time of the season. And what I usually do is, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about a few things. Um, first of all, I like to look back, you know, we're at the tail end of the season, we're, we're getting ready for playoffs. Um, you know, some of us have started playoffs, uh, but I like to look back and as I'm figuring out what my final, you know, few weeks of practices should look like, I'm going back and I'm taking a look, okay, what have we learned? What, what have we covered this year? You know, what elements of the game, what skills have we covered? What's, you know, uh, positional elements have we covered? What have we done this year? Um, what still needs to be learned this year? Can it be learned at this point of the year? You know, do we have enough time left to acquire anything new? Is there anything new that we need to acquire at this point? Um, and what do we need to tighten up on, you know, like freshen up on, um, you know, are there any skills that have gotten sloppy over the course of the season? Generally what happens is as, as playoff mode rolls rolls around, teams tend to get, um, you know, dialing in on their positional and their strategic elements. And sometimes those physical skills can be neglected. So is there anything that we need to, you know, physical skills that we need to make sure that we freshen up on? Is there any, um, team skills or systems or positioning concepts that, you know, we really need to dial in on. So these are all kind of the reflecting things that I'm going through as I'm, as I'm mapping out what the final schedule is going to look like, what the final, you know, few weeks of practice are going to look like. And, um, I like to consult with my assistant coaches on these types of things as well, and just make sure that everybody's on the same page and make sure that we're really dialing in and preparing the team for playoffs. So I do that. I, you know, I, I actually spend quite a bit of time reflecting over the course of the season, but especially at this phase, phase of the season, um, you know, those are the things that are going through my mind. So as I was reflecting and, and, you know, kind of taking a, an inventory of, of the teams that I'm working with, I realized that I had um, grown a little bit as a coach this year as well. And I think that that's something that ought to be acknowledged and talked about a little bit is, is the idea of continual growth, uh, not just for our players, but for our coaches as well as coaches, you know, we need to be, um, continually growing. So I had gotten, um, you know, as I, as I'm kind of looking back on my own coaching experience, I, I had gotten to the point where I, I felt like I had a pretty good handle on the game. You know, I, I knew the game fairly well, um, was able to teach it to the kids at a decent level. Um, and I had my way of doing things. Well, it got to a point where um, the organization that I was with and the situation that I found myself in, uh, we ended up going half-ice practices. This was a couple of years ago. And uh, so it, so I was like, okay, well, I, like, I know how to work on a regroup in a full-ice setting. You know, I, I, I'm very confident in my ability to get a kid or get a team to do regroups in a full-ice setting. I know how to do that and I, I know what to do. But then I had to refigure myself. How, how can I make that happen in a half-ice setting? What types of drills can I do to get my kids functional in the skills needed and the positional elements needed to perform a proper regroup in a half-ice setting? And it presented a new set of challenges. You know, how can I get my kids, um, you know, in shape in a half-ice setting? You know, there are certain drills that even if you're not doing conditioning, you do some full-ice, you know, big, big full ice flow type drills. And those have conditioning elements built in, you know, if the kids are going hard and running the real drill, right, then, um, 
you know, they get a lot of conditioning in. Well, half ice isn't the same, not in all aspects. You know, it, it can be, definitely can be done in certain aspects, but I had to retool um, my drill selection, my practice planning, my, uh, my practice strategies, how to work on things, when to work on things, in what way. Um, I had to get, uh, you know, improve my levels of communication with the teams that we were sharing ice with, you know, so that we could uh, potentially, um, you know, coordinate our efforts and make the best use of the ice as possible. And so there were things I learned by just by changing or by having the environment change in which I was coaching. And so I found that, you know, that yes, it was challenging, but at the same time I grew because of it. I grew as a coach. I acquired experience and became very confident and comfortable in the half ice setting. Well, this past season, our, our program continues to grow. And, um, we ended up with three teams in, uh, so we I'll, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. Um, so I'm coaching U8s, U10s, and U12s. Three of my sons are at those different age groups, and I ended up coaching all of them this year. <laughs> and uh, so I've, I've been busy. Um, but the U8 level, we have uh, we have five U8 teams in our program this year, which is pretty big for our area. Um, we also, at the beginning of the season, um, split out and we had three U6 teams so we actually had uh, eight teams that were sharing the ice at the same time. So we had to get a little creative there and we, we coordinated up with the, with the programmer, um, made some adjustments in that and, and uh, we work out of the oval. So we actually moved our U6s onto a portion, a segment of the oval and we put up the speed skating bumper boards, which are phenomenal. And anyways, that's neither here nor there. But my point is we have been forced to be creative because of the circumstances we have found ourselves in. Um, so with the U8s, we're sharing the ice now currently with five teams. Uh, the U6s are on the backside of the oval. And, uh, and then at the U10s, we have three teams in that age group. And at the U12s, we have three teams at that age group. So I went from being very comfortable on the full ice to uncomfortable on the half ice, but learning to become comfortable and proficient at the half ice. And now this year it has grown even more. So now we're sharing our, our ice actually amongst three teams instead of just two. And so at the beginning of the season, I was scratching my head, kind of going, okay, how are we, how is this going to work? You know, how can we make the most of a quarter ice? You know, cause what we've done is, uh, generally, you know, sometimes we tweak it up a little bit, but generally it goes, uh, you get a court, we rotate through and you get a quarter ice for 20 minutes and then the other quarter ice for 20 minutes and then the half ice for 20 minutes. Um, in whatever order your team happens to fall in on that, on that particular practice. Um, you know, so it was, a another opportunity, um, you know, to decide, am I going to, am I going to fold under this or am I going to figure out and innovate and figure out how to, how to make the most out of a quarter ice setting. And so, uh, you, we innovated, you know, uh, between myself and my coaching staff, um, we put each other to use in really good ways. Uh, you know, so there were times where I was working on a certain set of skills from the blue line in, you know, on that, on that small segment of ice. And then, uh, you know, one of my assistant coaches would be working on a different set of skills or maybe working with the goalies out in the neutral zone. Um, we figured out different ways of incorporating, uh, you know, putting the nets in different places creatively where we could incorporate more shooting into the drills. Um, we figured out different ways of, of running certain drills. You know, there was a touch pass drill that I used uh, as an example on the blog a couple of weeks ago where, uh, you know, generally I had done this on a circle. I call it the circle passing drill. And, um, but I tweaked it and made some modifications where it could be done 
um, in a quarterized setting, still accomplish the same skills that were being worked on by doing this touch pass drill on the circles, um, but make it so that we could run through the players, you know, accomplishing the same thing, but keeping them moving. You know, that's another challenge is we had big rosters this year as well. So we've got big rosters, bigger rosters, smaller ice, and the challenge is to keep you know, keep the players learning, keep the players developing and minimize wait time in lines. And so, yeah, it, it's been a whole season as I, as I look back on, it, it's been a whole season of development, not only for the players, but for myself as well. And that's my point of this one is, you know, don't ever get to the point as a coach where you figure, yeah, I pretty much know everything there is to know about this game, you know, because there's always you know, even if you know, like, even if you can, even if you're a master at the X's and O's, and if you, even if you're a master at the skill development, there are always different circumstances that you may find yourself in where you need to adapt and acquire new skills and new abilities or new levels of creativity to be able to make things work. And, um, you know, that's where I think the challenge is a challenge, but it's also a lot of fun as you, um, as you begin to figure it out and as you develop and as you, as you um, grow as a coach and grow in your creativity. So that would be something, you know, like I always say, I, I, a lot of times I have some advice on these things. A lot of times it's just observations. But my observation on this soundbite is be continuously learning because you never quite know um, what situation, circumstance you might find your, yourself in in, you know, the next year or the year after or some, at some point down the road. And, um, being, being agile in your planning abilities, I think is a great skill as a coach. So, um, hopefully that helps maybe in some small way, maybe it's just an observation for you guys, but, um, always be learning, always be progressing and, you know, keep your brain going on that creativity mode because it's fantastic and it works really well for your players. And, Lastly, but not leastly, always take some time to reflect back and just, you know, take a little bit of a self-inventory and say, what am I doing well? What could I be improving on? Have I made any growth or progress this year as a coach? How have my players done? You know, those are all really good things to be thinking about at this time of year. And uh, as you move into playoff mode, those are things that will help you as you plan your your uh, practices for the upcoming weeks. And uh, so that's that. So hopefully you guys have a great one. Um, good luck in playoffs. And... Um, We'll be back again soon with more sound bites.